Greetings, friends. Are you feeling frustrated or stuck in the student-to-professional transition? Looking for early career growth or dreaming of the next step in your journey to greatness? I'm Jody Lynch-Findley, your thriving equine professional, podcaster, speaker, and coach. Inside this podcast, you will gain clarity through tactical advice to better understand yourself and others. You will build confidence to boldly pursue your dreams on purpose. And you will grow your community, uncovering tools to cultivate an intentional community supporting your journey. So let's dig in. If you are ready to thrive, get the ponies fed, fill those water buckets, grab your journal, and let's grow, girl. I'm here to help you thrive, to live inspired, fulfilled, and empowered. Greetings, friends. Welcome back to episode three of The Thriving Equine Professional. Today, I am so excited to talk about my very favorite topic, and that is building a thriving community in order to be successful in this industry. I believe that building community is really the professional version of dating, and if you can make friends, you can build a thriving community. So let's dig in to what that looks like and get you the five steps that you need in order to take your journey to the next level. So what's the point? What is the purpose of building a community? I want to break this down for you into four segments. And I think that helps us understand what we are trying to accomplish and what we are trying to achieve. So the first one is an acquaintance. We all know we, we've met people, they've run in the same circles, that can be professional, that could be personal. We know of someone. So there's the first segment that we have. Number two, I really want to focus on the term mentor. Might be a little overused in today's world, right? What is a mentor? What does it mean to be a mentee? I think thinking about that as we really dive into the segment of mentorship. So that's number two. Number three is a champion. So who are our champions that we have in our corner? They are going to up-level us. They're going to make us smarter and they're going to open doors for us. They are going to help us move through our career and meet new people, make new friends, build the community, and move forward. And then number four, I won't spend a lot of time on today. This is something that we will cover, but I have a lot of heroes, right? So heroes are those people who change your life. I believe in heroes. I believe that I have been blessed with heroes every step of my journey, and they are so important. But as we move through those four segments, acquaintances, mentors, champions, and heroes, where is your professional community today? So do you have a professional student-based community? Do you have a professional 
early career community where you are really surrounding yourself with many of your peers and those people that you have met throughout your academic career, perhaps. So what does your professional community look like today? Is it made up of primarily acquaintances? Have you moved into being able to identify mentors? Have you established two to maybe even up to five people who you are working with and communicating with on a regular basis in an effort to become a better version of you? right? So that's always the goal is Jody wants to be a better version of Jody today than I was yesterday. And that's where I'll just throw in that in part of building this community, friends, competition makes us faster. Collaboration makes us better, right? I'll say that again. Competition makes us faster, but collaboration makes us better. And I just so firmly believe how important today it is for us to connect and build thriving communities together. I think that is the missing piece in our puzzle of academic and clinical education. And I believe that the human to human connection is where we will win the day. It is where we will overcome obstacles. It is how we will move through our career and build a thriving equine industry career. So you will hear me get on this soapbox over and over again. Throughout episode one, we talked clarity. Episode two, we talked confidence. But today, it really is bringing the things together to say, who do I need in my corner? So let's segment our acquaintances And then we will start to get intentional with them when we move into our steps. I want you to consider who your mentors are, number two, who your mentors are today, and make a list of who you might want your mentors to be. Who do you have in your acquaintance group that you would like to know more about, learn more from, increase your connection? Okay, that's number two. Number three, this is really important. I don't think we talk about our champions enough. So there are people who are aware of who we are, how we work, what our superpowers are, and they are our champions. And so especially as we are attempting to move from a student to a professional or in that early career stage of moving to our first job into the next job that we want. We are attempting to move up or over in an organization we are already a part of, or we are attempting to move from one job to another job. So those champions are sometimes referred to as who we might identify as our references, but I want to cultivate our champions, okay? So I want you to make a list of those people who would pick up the phone for you, make a phone call and say, this young lady is worth an interview. Those are your champions. And then finally, heroes. 
our heroes, my friends, are really the those few people that I believe are divinely placed in our life in the right place at the right time. And so those are the people that we develop more of a personal relationship with in addition to a professional relationship. So when we talk about our heroes, they change us. They make us a better version of who we are personally and professionally. So we will get to that. But today I really want you to concentrate on identifying who you have in your acquaintance group, who you have in your mentor group, and who you have in your champion group. And then you may jot down on the other side of that paper, which folks you have in the acquaintance group that you would like to develop a stronger relationship with as mentors and or champions. And that is where we will step into how do we do that, Jody? How do we create a thriving community if we are just early on in our career? We're still a student. We just graduated last week, Jody. So all I know are the people that I've gone to school with for the past four years. So let's start to look at how we do that. I will share with you that 70% of all jobs are found through people. They are found through our network. And when I read that they were found, I am also going to add the word landed. That means that 70% of jobs are not only found, they are landed because of people. So again, I told my favorite story to tell in episode two, but I reached out to someone who I did not know. She was an online acquaintance in 2013, and I worked to establish that acquaintance as a mentor very intentionally, and she is the reason that then I landed a job that I was not going to get an interview for otherwise. So if 70% of jobs, my friends, are found through the people in our network or our community, as I prefer to call it, then I want you to consider, are you spending 70% of your time cultivating the community that is going to earn you the next job and earn you continued opportunities in the jobs that you do have? So that's a challenge to you. How much time are you spending growing this community? Okay, so... Jody, how do we do it? Let's break this down into five steps. We talked about your segments. And so step number one is identifying people. So I want you to consider how you are going to identify people. You're going to be able to do that online. You're going to be able to do that in the workplace or the academic space that you're in currently. But I want you to really think about why you are identifying someone. Do you admire them? Do you want to work with them? Do you want to work for them? And here is my best piece of advice when we identify people. I want you to identify people who are at least five, if not 10 plus years ahead of you doing the things you would like to do. 
Okay, so these folks are out in career roles and they are doing things that you are interested in doing, things that you want to know more about, and those are the people we want to begin to identify. So again, keep it simple. You don't have to identify 30 people. Let's start with two to five people. Identify those people, write them down. Number two, we want to focus on quality over quantity, okay? So I just said that. Quantity is not the important part. I don't need 5,000 connections on LinkedIn if I have five really excellent connections. I want to know and be able to establish a conversation with the people that I have identified. So we are going to do this very intentionally and very purposefully. It is not just going to be trading business cards or or extending a invitation on LinkedIn without supporting that by a true connection. Okay, so number one, identify your people. Number two, focus on quality of connection over quantity of connections. Number three, here's my favorite, get uncomfortable. I go back again and again to say, some of you think that there are people that are better at meeting people than others. This is where I will will say to you, it's the business of people. It's all the business of people. Do you want to be a veterinarian? It's the business of people. Do you want to be a technician or an assistant or receptionist at a veterinary clinic? It's the business of people. Do you want to be in sales? That is the business of people. Do you want to be in marketing? It's the business of people. Finance. Do you want to own a business, own a company? My friends, whatever education we are receiving, that is our skill set. Keep in mind, one of Jody's favorite pieces of advice is, It comes down to mindset over skill set. This is truly a mindset over skill set. I will cultivate a thriving community in order to support my career and life journey and goals. So you want to be a part of something. That's the important part here. So get uncomfortable. You may absolutely dread attending an event that says it has a networking hour or a networking event. I started going to the Kentucky Equine Networking Association in 2013 as I was searching for a job then. Walking into a room full of people that you do not know with a name tag slapped on the front of your shirt and walking around talking to people, that is a fate worse than death for many people. We work really hard to make it less uncomfortable, but that's the fact of the matter. We're not going to meet people unless we are intentional about it. And when we get intentional, we will put ourselves in uncomfortable situations. So I will encourage you to seek out events where you can meet people for real, in real life, not through a screen hopefully already. I am a huge proponent of LinkedIn. I want you to have a powerful LinkedIn. I want you to connect with me on LinkedIn. I want you to join our Thriving Equine Professional group that I have created on LinkedIn. So there's an opportunity as well. 
phone calls. Some of you are going to say, oh, picking up the phone and talking to someone. This is where we will continue to grow and cultivate our own self-awareness. If we are communicating across multiple generations, cue one of my favorite trainers, Jay McCord. He will teach us all about communicating across multiple generations. And guess what, folks? If you are talking to people who are 5, 10, 15 years ahead of you in their career journey, they are in a different generation and their method of communication likely looks different than yours. Phone calls, handwritten notes, those are some of the secrets to success in growing a thriving community and maintaining it. Okay, so that was number three was get uncomfortable. Number four, I've used this word, be intentional. Be intentional, prepared, thoughtful, clear on what you want. What are you asking for? Do you have what we might call an elevator speech? Can you tell me within 30 seconds who you are and where you're going? It gives you so much more confidence to be able to answer that question or offer that information about yourself when you meet someone. Have that prepared and practiced. So be very intentional and thoughtful. Are you attending an event? Look up the event app or the event website prior to. You may have the opportunity to know some of the folks that are going. If it's listed online, you can look up some of the attendees, have a little information. Prepare yourself for who you want to meet. What companies are you interested in connecting with? And then be thoughtful with how you approach people, what your conversation looks like, and what you want to leave that interaction with. Are you leaving a conference? Who do you want to know and why? Are you leaving an, a networking event? Who did you meet and how are you going to follow up? Thoughtful, clear preparation and follow up. Be intentional and purposeful. Number five, keep in touch. This is where we oftentimes just let it go. Oh, we had a great time at the AAEP trade show and I met so many people. What so many people also did, they met a lot of other people and I want to be memorable. I want to make sure that those standout connections, I may do something as simple as reach out to them on LinkedIn and send them a, a message thanking them for the connection. I may write a handwritten note and I think we can all do more of that today. It is a way to differentiate yourself. So keeping in touch is your follow-up. How are you going to cultivate that relationship? Okay, so number one, we identified the people that we want to connect with. Number two, we are focused on the quality of connections over the quantity of connections. Number three, we are willing to be courageous enough to get uncomfortable. Number four, we are being intentional and purposeful so that we know what we want and where we're going. And number five, we are going to keep in touch. 
So these are the ways that you start today building this thriving community of yours that is going to be human to human connections, friends helping friends. This is how we develop those acquaintances into mentors, mentors into champions, champions may become our heroes. And I can make such a long list of the amazing mentors, champions, and heroes that I have now after working for many years on cultivating such a thriving community. And I know that every single person that I meet knows something and someone that I don't know. And that's the key, right? That's the key, that everyone we meet is bringing something into our community. And at the end of the day, friends, we all want to be a part of something. I want you to be a part of the thriving equine professional community. And when we are a part of something, it becomes part of our purpose. It gives us a sense of belonging. You become not only the receiver of great blessings, but you are a contributor to others. And there is such great reward in that, in your ability to be able to interact, to be able to give back, to be able to receive and grow and thrive. And so the question that I want to ask myself, that I am asking myself every day now, as we launch this business and I launch this podcast, how can I help you today. And that that's it. That's that is building a thriving community so that you can continue and I can continue to be a thriving professional in the equine industry whatever that looks like today. So, my friends, I encourage you as you think about wanting a job, as you think about excelling, as you think about moving through the process, I want you to focus on searching for people, not roles. We will reinvigorate the human connection. And that is the most important part of all of this. Okay, so building a thriving community, you've got the tools to do it now. So I want you to leave here today and remember, hashtag celebrate life. I want you to come connect with me on LinkedIn, become a part of the brand new group, the Thriving Equine Professional, because that's who you are and where you're going. And we are going to continue to grow and pour into one another. And then finally, I have also announced, so you're going to have to get over to my website at www.jodyspeakslife.com. Jody is J-O-D-I, jodyspeakslife.com. I am going to be kicking off a brand new four-week empowerment workshop where we are going to focus on your self-awareness. 
And so if you want to be a part of that, I have limited spots available. It will be an assessment and then a work through of what we learn about ourselves and how that applies to our journey. I'm going to start that on Thursday, June 1st. It will be four weeks long. So Thursday, June 1st, go over to my website and you'll see where you are able to choose. I am interested in the June 1st or the June workshop. And you can send me an email and get connected so that we can get that launched. Okay. And finally, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And you would absolutely make my day and bless me greatly, especially in these early episodes. Please jump over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. Make sure you are subscribed to the show. I am so excited about the guests that we have coming up where you are going to continue to learn about the opportunities. You're going to continue to learn from others on the clarity, the confidence, and the community that it takes to build a thriving equine career. So stay tuned. I will see you next week for the next episode of The Thriving Equine Professional. Have an awesome day. Friend, I hope this episode inspired and empowered you to keep growing. If so, first, I want you to go share it with a friend. Second, I would be so grateful if you would pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review so I know you're here. And finally, come join me in our private LinkedIn group, The Thriving Equine Professional, as we build this community of equine leaders.